Hello world, I'm Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other, other shit. shit. Hello darling. Yo, you know what I just realized? What? I have not watched not one episode of Drag Race yet. Oh, it's only it's been, only been two, two episodes. I've right. only watched one, but I've been talking about it so much, like <laughs> like the lead up. I even did this whole story about how Nicki Minaj, you oh, know, she yes. was gonna debut. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. her drag debut, and then like I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, you've been very busy. <laughs> I've been busy, and then it comes on. I mean, it, you would assume. I mean, at the end of the week, but you're probably tired. Right? It comes. It comes on on Friday, so you're tired. I mean, the problem is that it's competing with my lottery dream home. <laughs> what? I'm what? not gonna lie. I love that show so much. This is the show with the guy with uh, the tattoos. David. Yes. yes, he was the winner of color. Well, he used to have a show called Color Splash because mm-hmm. he won. They used to have this HGTV design competition, mm-hmm. and then when you win, you would get your own show. And oh he won, gosh. and wow. he got his show was called Color Splash. He's mm-hmm. an interior designer, so oh. that's like interior decorator. Oh, so, now so that's like what he did. But now, and then that went away, mm-hmm. and so now they. He, I guess you, you know, he's just like has lots of personality mm-hmm. and whatever. So they were probably trying to figure out a way to pivot him to another show. And now he's doing my lottery dream home and his tattoos just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yes. Like he started with like, it was like, okay, he got a little, little, little arm going. Now he's got like full sleeves. Oh, it's geez. starting to creep all the way up to the neck. I'm, I can't wait till he has a big ass face tattoo like Amber Rose. No, no, <laughs> no, not allowed. Yeah. He's so, gonna, <laughs> but you can watch, you can watch drag race on, uh, online. Josh and I, I can watch it, it on demand. Yeah. We have the channel. Okay. Yes, yes. You like, have we have watching. cable, so... Yeah, we saw the first episode, and do you know about... Well, you know there's a lot of... No, don't tell on. me. Don't tell me anything. I don't know anything about anything. I do not read any of the blogs and the spoilers and the stuff, Well, there's so. no spoilers, but there's this whole thing that's happening. I, I don't think it's a spoiler because Josh hasn't seen the episode. Everyone now, there's one of the competitors is in this Harvey Weinstein type thing. Oh. Where, yeah, where they found out that she had been... Um, had tricked like four or five um, aspiring actors, like she's in the theater community, I think from New York, and she had come up with this fake identity and got them to like submit videos, some of them being like of the sexual nature, and in, in, in exchange for, in hopes that they would then go to get a, get a, get a role in this like fake film. What? Yeah, she had sort of said that, hey, I'm working for this company, we're doing this film, can you sort of take your shirt off for this role? Can you do this? She was can just being that? a perv? Yeah, but I'm like, why did she do that? Because I think she's crazy. Oh, uh, oh, then okay. Mental she, health. Yeah, mental, mental health, health issues. Okay. So this came out, apparently, I think it was last week, if I'm not mistaken, once they um, sort of, well, they revealed the Queens a while ago, but then one actor came forward, and then four more came forward, and said she's done this thing. So... At first, I think it was silence. I just read about it maybe two days ago. And then um, she actually came forward and said, I'm so sorry for all of this. You know, I've been getting a lot of help since we've stopped taping. But, you know, they take the season like a year or so in advance. Since we stopped taping, since I've been back home, I've been seeing someone and all the hurt I caused, you know, was, you know, horrible, blah, 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 blah. Um, World of Wonder, which is a company, I think, that owns um, Drag Race and RuPaul's Drag Race, itself they both issued a statement and they disqualify her she's not allowed to come back for the finale um they are not no longer it seems like you know because throughout absolutely they are not advertising her on the website (laughs) on the instagram anymore i commend them for that yeah absolutely yeah it's one thing yeah if you're getting help and all this other stuff great good for you hope Mm -hmm. you are but you also did this very fucked up thing. Yeah. And we want no parts of it. Yeah, it's good. And for we that. are not going down in flames with your ass. <laughs> you no, know, seriously though. Like, you got to think about it like, especially someone like RuPaul. We're mm-hmm. talking about a bunch of men who get, gay men mm-hmm. for the most part, who get dressed up as women and mm-hmm. entertained. They had a lot of fighting, a lot of struggling to do on their own. What you're not about to do is come up and fuck up my brand. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It's like there's already so much stigma Mm -hmm. behind what we do. And it's taken a long time for this to hit the mainstream in the way that it has. We can't risk a scandal. And you're you're fucking up my brand by having it embroiled in this scandal. Mm -mm, No, mm, I don't blame them at all. Canceled. And it was, yeah, so... Poor, not Ooh, poor. Not girl. poor. I mean, I get that we make bad decisions. Sometimes we, we're sick in the head. No, sometimes we have, we have problems. This, we have yeah. issues. And we haven't unpacked them before we've done some serious damage. Mm-hmm. 
um, yeah, but you have to also remember that there's consequences there's to that. Consequences. Everybody doesn't have to be understanding. Exactly. And even if they are understanding, it's like I understand that you're seeking help, but this right here cannot, we can't. Right, understand you know, that I don't want any yeah, parts of it. Yeah, and then we can't. Like you're saying, it could hurt the brand of Drag mm-hmm. Race and what it's all about. And this makes me think of something, and I want to ask you this. Because, um, you know, have you heard, too, about the Woody Harrelson? Um, yes. Not Woody. Woody, uh, Woody not Woody no, Harrelson. No, Woody Harrelson. Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. Woody Allen. Woody I'm Harrelson sorry. is from Cheers. Yes, yes. I was like, it's not Woody. <laughs> but Allen. I knew what you were talking yes, about. Thank you, thank you. Woody Allen. So, you know, they, had, they were going to publish, a publisher was moving forward with his book. The same publisher, um, which is um, who published Ronan Farrell's book, his son. Well, not his son. I'm sorry his ex-wife's son. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's very much against him and very much in support of his sister. Who, right, who said that Woody molested her. Yeah, molested her. So, um, you know, they dropped, they ended up dropping the book after, like, a lot of um, protesting and even some of the employees of the publishing company um, walked out of the office. And they were just like, listen, you know, of course they work for the publishing company, but they're like, we cannot support this. So they ended Good up dropping them. that book. How do you, how does it work? Because... You know, as a journalist or as someone who's getting a story, what and what sort of should his memoirs, should that story not be published? Like, how does it work if, because I guess it is about him making money from it. As a, is that what it is about him making, okay, okay. That's what it is. That's Mm -hmm. the, the issue isn't the telling of his side. It's the him benefiting from the telling of his side. Especially if you personally feel like he's a pariah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, no one wants to give that person it's it's bad enough that it's like, okay, well, we have to hear your side of the story because we have to be fair and impartial, <laughs> even though I think you're full of shit. Yes. Um, but sure, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, it's the fact that it's like, it's so salacious that you know people are going to want to know, so they'll go out and they'll buy it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, great for you as a publisher to make money, right? But at some point, you have to say, everything can't be about money. Mm-hmm. And we don't want, yes, we can make money, but that means it also makes this man a lot of money. Money he doesn't need. He's mm-hmm. got plenty of yeah, money. Yeah, plenty of money. Um, for him, I'm sure he's doing it because he wants to tell his side. Mm-hmm. You know? So then it's just like, yeah, it's tricky. It's tough. You are going to have to talk to a lot of um, unsavory characters in the course of your career as a journalist. Um, and you do have to be fair and impartial you just you have to be fair and impartial to the degree that you're asking the right questions mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're a human being you're gonna feel however you feel yeah you can't control your feelings you, that's that's what that is behavior. right yeah. and you go home and you deal with that however you deal with that or you go see your therapist or whatever but when you're on the job you're on the job and you have to do your job so you do have to get that side of the story as well if if that's the story that you're telling mm-hmm. if you only telling the story of the one side then you that's the story you're telling. You just have to be very transparent about that. Very clear about that. We you know, you always run into that. Even when you work for like a website or any kind of publisher and someone says something controversial about someone that was in their life, mm-hmm. sometimes you get hit up by the other side. This isn't fair. I don't have a platform, mm-hmm. especially when it's a famous person. That's true. Oh, yeah. y'all are not letting me tell my side of the story. Mm-hmm. That's what you like. Well let's chat. Because you can always say so-and-so wanted to respond mm-hmm. to the story we put out and this was their side. It's not me saying it. It's, I'm just telling you what, what these two were. people, what these two parties have said. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. But it's, you have to do your job. As a, it, Are there certain instances, I'm pretty sure this happens, like as a journalist, are there certain times where like you work for a publisher or you work for a station or whatever and then you're getting assigned a story that you feel like doesn't gel with you how much room i guess it depends on how young you are or what stat what how much clout you have do you have to sort of back away from that story is that even something that people would other journalists will look at you funny you know i mean about like how much you know as a journalist like you said you have to sort of be impartial but if something you feel like affects you emotionally or doesn't allow you to do the story is that a good enough reason for you to say listen i can't take this on i can't do this yes i mean at the end of the day you should try to do your job at the best of your ability but if you're finding that your personal feelings aren't allowing you to do your job the best then you need to be honest about that Mm -hmm. you need to, to go to a colleague or somebody and just be you know go to your supervisor and say can we pass this along to somebody else because I'm too connected and mm-hmm. I'm not able to 
pull myself out of this. I'm not able to separate this from my own personal feelings or my personal experiences to give this its due. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I see myself not being as fair as in, as impartial when I'm when I'm coming up, crafting the questions mm-hmm. and even like I feel that that temperature rising when I'm talking to this person and I can just see that it's like it's way too much of a conflict conflict of interest for me. And as I represent the company, as I mm-hmm. represent our newspaper, our magazine, our whatever, like I have to do it justice so we can do it the best. I don't think I'm that person. You have to say that. You have to be honest about yeah, that. That's and then true. if your boss is like, get your ass out and do your job, you're like, all right, but I want you. <laughs> You'd be like, told you so. So if you go off to the interview, <laughs> right. like, there's a slit, you know, it's just like, oh. Well, because well. we've seen it too, you know, where it's like, we talked about the whole Malik Yoba interview. Yes. We, yes. we were just like, you know, it seemed that the, the interviewer had some very personal feelings exactly. about it mm-hmm. and was not willing to put those to the side and just have a conversation. And it, and it, it, you know, that's a great example of that because you see how it can hurt you yeah. as a publication where then you can't get to the story. Mm-hmm. Then you can't. Now, unless your goal is that you want to push this person's button so far so you can get a different story, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then that's one thing. But, you know, once you've alienated that person, now you can't have that conversation. Yeah. Now, now that they feel like you are the enemy because um, they don't have to feel like you are an ally, but they should feel like you're at least objective. But now if they feel like, no, you're part of the angry mob, mm-hmm. they don't want to open up to you. They're not going to want to talk yeah. to you. It's a trust. It's a relationship. Right. And you have to, even if you've never met someone that you're about to sit down and interview with, you usually want to talk to them for a few minutes, mm-hmm. warm them up a little bit. Um, I've been in instances where I've gone to interview someone and there was another publication ahead of me and I'm like, Oh, how was the person? And they're like, eh, they was dry or mm-hmm. they was this, they was that. So I come and I'm like, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. And then and immediately, you know, you see demeanor. that shift in them. Right. And then we just sit and we have a dope ass conversation. I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe it was you. Right. Maybe you came in the room dry because yeah. you had whatever ideas about them already in your head. Mm-hmm. So you weren't open to them. But then you expected them to open up to you. Yeah, that's, that's wild. True. That's true. Because I'm like, oh, that's funny that to me. Hell yeah, you then that. that energy it transfers. So if you want good energy, then transfer good energy over. So I'm like, it probably was you coming in all stank, and then they gave you back stank. Mm-hmm. You're surprised. Now it's one thing if you come in all happy and they give you back stank. You're like, oh, then this, this bitch is just stank. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's her prerogative, but you just know what it is. When you're meeting people, like say if like because I think as a journalist, I'm pretty sure you also have to be able to pivot a little bit and all of these things. You have to pivot all yeah, the you time. Know, because you don't know, <laughs> even before you get you before the interview, but I'm pretty sure during the interview when you're just like, there's a lot of different, you're juggling a lot. You know, you're making sure, okay, we have this goal. I'm aware of this other person's, the, the person that I'm interviewing's goal, keeping things on track. But like, are there certain methods that you have bef- so that you make sure that you're sort of center in the place you need to be before you get on the before you get, uh, before you start interviewing, like, are there things that are sort of distracting? Like, how do you make sure you're sort of okay? I'm in the right space to do this. Just be be prepared. Mm-hmm. Do all your research ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. Read up on this person. What are the controversies and things surrounding them, or what are some of the great things that they're out here doing? Mm-hmm. Like, know your stuff. Mm-hmm. Know your stuff so that you can pivot. Because what happens a lot of times too, if someone's really famous. Their publicists will ask for questions ahead of time yes. because they just want to make sure you're not going to blindside yeah. Yeah, that's the person. True. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have to be able to say, you know, these are some of the these are just some of the things I want to touch on. But if in the um, moment that person says something that opens up a scope or it prompts another question, then you're free to ask that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to be listening. You have to be present. Be yeah. aware. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Be aware. Yeah. And then and something they might say might connect to something you read about. And then that's an opportunity to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's like, no, I did not send you this as part of the questions. But they opened up that scope. Yeah. They mentioned X, Y, Z. And so I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. Yeah. Is it? Do you do you love what part of I don't know how this turned? I mean, today. how did but this like, turn well, because, into I mean, a journalist, about journalism? It, it, well, I think it's also something that it's. I mean, right now, I mean, with we talk about the news and the media, and then people talk about you know 
how news is um, reported and and what it means. To I mean, it has it and has there, changed. It has changed, yeah. But it has also changed significantly because the technology has changed, mm-hmm. right? So now we have everybody's got a camera phone. Yeah, everybody thinks that they are now. Um, uh, 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 was it a pedestrian journalist or whatever they call it street journalism Mm -hmm. like no that is not journalism like recording some awful thing happening on the train is not that's the you're just yeah Mm -mm. yeah you're not a videographer videographer (laughs) do you last question do you prefer one over like is there a certain part of journalism like are you much do you prefer writing the stories much more than you prefer being on camera interviewing people or being out reporting on a story which one do you feel most comfortable with most comfortable with i mean i'm fine doing either of them Mm -hmm. um i do love the information gathering part because you just find out so much stuff Mm -hmm. like even just me doing these stories about my hair, mm-hmm. um, this this journey of like growing back my edges and mm-hmm. all the stuff that I'm finding out, all the mistakes that I'm making in mm-hmm. the journey, even um, because I'm like, I bet you other women, most yeah. other women, yeah. did the same stupid thing I did, right? <laughs> so it's kind of nice because number one, if I can show that, it's like, listen, sis, you ain't the only one. Yeah. Like, and I do beauty for a living. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. So it is not a dumb person's thing. It's just a, this is how our minds work in that way. And that's mm-hmm. why we're inclined to do that. Yeah. But then to also show, number one, you're not the only one that made that mistake. Number two, it's not a mistake that can't be undone. Mm-hmm. So this is now what you can do now to help or to fix it. Yeah. Um. So I do love that part. But I'm also an, I'm an information geek in that way. So sometimes when you get to the writing it part, you're just like, there's so much information and I can't include all of it because now this is a 3,000 word story. Yeah. So you have to edit and edit and edit. And that can be tough sometimes yeah, because be it's tough. like you just want to tell all of it because you have all this information. But sometimes you have to be able to look at that and go, okay, well, then this is just three different stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And just coming at it from three different angles. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting part of it. Yeah. That's an interesting, um, what is it, tidbit or hint or, or, or thing to do. If you have a large story, mm-hmm. yeah. how can you make sure you're giving all the information, just make them different stories? Right. It could, well, yeah, because sometimes, too, it could be three different stories, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have all this information, but this is such a bad example. But, you know, if we're talking about losing your edges and it's just like one is... Oh, you think you have traction alopecia? Think again. It could be a different form of losing your hair. And then another thing that came up in that conversation is talking about getting a scalp analysis. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, I do have a bunch of stuff coming out about that. So, <laughs> I was like, this is not to plug. <laughs> that was not supposed to be a plug. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to pivot because right. we right. had a few topics we today we wanted topics. to touch on. We have to talk about Super Tuesday. Okay. Um, our, our, our boy... Um, Joseph. <laughs> did you see the thing it was like joseph a biden and it was like would you even know who that was we're so used to calling him joe, joe biden yeah that you you see it and you're like who the hell like is joseph, joseph a biden or yeah, joseph r like biden a completely different person you're like, a completely joseph. different person yeah. but because he doesn't come across as a joseph he comes across as a joe he comes it's across as a guy who thinks yeah. that um it's okay to greet you with a tit grab that's wow. a joe Wow. <laughs> I'm just a... saying. Like, he's very grabby hands and... Uh, a little just, inappropriate. Very Yes. Inappropriate I'm and... just... Honestly, I don't know how this happened. That it's like, we're down to Joe Biden. <laughs> well... And Bernie Sanders. And, but yes, and Bernie Sanders. Everyone else has been out. First of all, the Bloomberg out was the funniest thing because... He what, was, what? was he wearing a t-shirt that said, I spent $500 million on an election. Hmm. All I got was this lousy t-shirt. Hold on, Bloomberg was, I did not see this because that's hilarious. Because he did spend a lot I of I didn't see money. it. Someone told me. And oh I thought that God. was the funniest thing ever. But I'm like, but whose fault was that? Yeah, you, no. you, you decided like last month that you're going to run. And then you spent so much money so trying much money. to get us to forget that stop and frisk yep. was like your legacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and he inherited stop and frisk. However, he was very enthusiastic yes. about it. My brother used to get frisked taking the trash out. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I mean, on our stoop, yeah. hands against the front door. I didn't know frisk. that. Like, I'm not even wearing a shirt. Yeah. Where, where, where am I where, hiding where am I something? Hiding stuff? Like, literally right in his Ola's. In my neighborhood. On my steps. Yeah, on, your, like, on my steps. In his Ola's with his slippers on. Like, I was just bringing the trash out. What exactly did you think I was doing? So all the garbage that they want to talk about, stop and frisk with it, what it was supposed to be, none of that matters. Mm-hmm. What matters is what it was. Yeah, and but they, first of all, they're full of shit because we knew what it was supposed to be. And they knew what it was. Of course. They knew what it was. There's record, there are recordings of him. I'm tired of this after the fact people feel bad about it. It's just because even people, a lot of people were in support of um, Bloomberg. How much money did he pay them? Because that's all that was. I was no, so annoyed I, no, with no, all no. those ads of black people talking about how how much Bloomberg was advocating for black business and all that. I said, how much money did he pay? I bet you it was more than $1,000. Sorry, Andrew Yang. Yeah. Should have spent more money. Because people, that's where people were, that there was one um, person who was like, people in New York, black people in New York are not feeling him. Heck no. And, and he must have thought the rest of the nation don't, they don't know. Yeah. Right? New York is just New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody else doesn't know. And it's like, no, no one else and, is feeling either. And there are people, you know, there were some celebrities who supported him and, you know, some non-melanated people in New York who supported him. But that's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't grow up in, in New York during the time um, Bloomberg was. Well, I didn't grow up in New York at all. But I was yeah, I'm like, you were here when Bloomberg was the mayor. For sure. To, when? Like 13 years ago? No. Within the last 13 years. Oh, that's no, right. Bloomberg. Blas- yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm like, he, Blas took over yeah. from your boy. Bloomberg and had to turn New York City into a city for millionaires, millionaires yeah. and drive all of the poor people out, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the black and brown folks, yeah. via gentrification in mm-hmm. the worst ways. Yeah. And I came in on the tail end of that. Yeah, but, you know, I was in my 20s, girl. I was, I was like, oh, let me party. New York, man. Oh, yeah, that's what I was about. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was a different experience for me. And uh, but then I learned about some of the things that um, he had done in his sort of run. During, how long was he mayor? Do you know? Um, I don't. But um, yeah, and, and knowing too that Bloomberg is a billionaire and all this stuff about you know him going against Trump and then people also saying these men have been friends, they run in the same circles and all of this. And I think um, with now with um, Biden who gets a lot of the black vote because of a lot of his ties to um, Obama. Obama. So Bloomberg was the mayor from 2002 to 2013. Okay. Doesn't yeah. like you had plenty of Bloomberg years. Yes, yeah, I definitely was here. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I can't. Who is um how old is cuz I didn't know he was 75. Who? Bloomberg. He's was 78. He, except good lord. And <laughs> he's Joe a Biden's year older in, than Joe Biden's 77. Donald Trump is 73 and Bernie Sanders is also 78. Lord. Bernie <laughs> Sanders looks so much older than I know. That. <laughs> it's kind of a joke that cuz it's like Bernie Sanders is like 107. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren is 70. Oh, she seems with it. Yeah, so I, mean, I didn't think she was that old. No, I didn't think. Okay, Elizabeth Warren. I did she not think she it. was seventy. So it's it's interesting because I think a lot of us, you know, when wait, I'm sorry, I have to stop you. Pete Buttigieg is only thirty eight. No, no, he. Is. I will man, be I thirty like forty five. I will be thirty seven this year. You cannot tell no, me that man is I... only. A year older to me. I will be thirty eight at the end of this year. No, no. It's, I'm looking. I'm looking at this online. <laughs> we are shocked. It says yes. Pete Buttigieg is eighteen, uh, thirty eight years old. Hold up, what year no. was he born? Nineteen. Stop it. Was he thirty nine this year? Eighty two. January nineteen. No, he's thirty eight. Solid. He already turned thirty eight. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. I thought this man was like 44, oh 45. No, this can't be true. He does not. Okay. First, oh, my God. I don't, know, I don't know what he looked like before. Well, politics. shout out to him. I know folks, like, they laugh and they joke about South Bend. But they're like, because what the hell is South Bend? But he took office at 29. So that's what. Okay. So I believe that politics aged him this much. I mean, because look at Obama when he got out of the White House. That's true. Although. Obviously, running the United States is it's very different from different. running South End, yes, uh, South Bend. But mm-hmm. um, Obama looked like the Crip Keeper <laughs> by the time he was at Still the end good. of his life. Oh, Still he looks good. amazing. I'm Still joking. Look he looks so good, no. but he is way more salt than pepper oh my at this God. point. Oh my God! Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, girl, that is the shock. Uh, I had, did not know. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped I'm me for that. So done. Oh, well, I just, I, I gotta stop making fun of the way people look in terms of age. Why? Because, because then it's gonna hit me all at once. And I'm gonna go from like looking 27. Mm hmm. To look at 107, like three months, if I keep talking trash. Like, I'm well, getting a, a wrinkle right here. Look, look you see it? Mm-hmm. I have a wrinkle right oh, like across cross. the top of oh, the bridge well, of my nose that just wasn't there until like last month. Well, I mean, we're gonna age. We're gonna I get that, them. but like right here, I'd prefer it not be. Cause like, it's just, I just, every day when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I can't with this wrinkle. I'm like, I will get Botox if I have to wow. with this damn wrinkle. And it's one wrinkle just oh right gosh. across. The, it's, it's just the location of it is just frustrating. It, it is not. Well, I mean, you look at your face and you're probably much more critical of your looks. Than I'm not people. as critical no, no, of my, what my I mean looks, is I think. Certain things that wouldn't bother people like even Al or even, you know, other people who look at your face. Like, oh, I don't think that's a big deal, but you see it, and you know this was not here a year ago. This was not here six months ago. So Botox, because I had a, I have a friend uh, um, who mentioned to me that they are thinking about getting fillers, and um, under you know somewhere on their face. And I was like, what? And I think it was just I was shocked, and I'm like, fillers? How old are we? And I'm like, I guess we are that age. Yeah, that we're definitely are getting we're those definitely things. at that age. And it's it, it's funny because they're like. I really want to do this and they're looking into it and they're, and, and it's, it, it, and I'm just like, listen, you do what you want to do. When, once you start looking virgin on like the cat territory, then you need to stop <laughs> because I've heard too that sometimes it's addictive and people can do these things. And then it's like, when you get a little bit of there, hit this here and then a little bit of that there. And it's just funny. So you, you're not against plat, like getting those types of things for yourself. You think that you one day could possibly do that? I'm, oh, I don't know. I'm joking, but. If I if I really felt strongly enough about it, I would. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, do you? I like, agree. Right, do like you. you said, like when you start verging on looking like an, a foreign animal, <laughs> then you should probably <laughs> well, no, like would stop you... me, like reel me back. <laughs> but would you tell me, like, what if I started getting plastic surgery? I would not hesitate <laughs> to tell you if you was coming around here looking crazy. I like, what you would say, like, uh, that I would mean, there have been instances where I've had to tell friends, like, okay, girl. That's true. This and usually they know it. They mm-hmm. they will mention it first, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of co-sign without it yeah. sounding mean. Okay, or you can say, "Well, yeah, you are looking a little different, but maybe you could do this." Or, yeah. You know what I mean? I've definitely been there before, but um, yeah, if I felt strongly enough about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get this here Botox," mm-hmm. you better believe it. But see, I just feel like. I could just get back to a good skin routine to get mm-hmm. rid of that. I just need the Botox to hold me over while I'm working it up. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? Like, while I'm working that down. Like, I just <laughs> feel like just, like, some nice rubbing and the right, like, you know, wrinkle cream or whatever would fill that in real good. Do Does that work, wrinkle creams? I guess they can smooth I guess we're going to find out. Right, well, 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 you know, it's tough, too, when, like, you don't have wrinkles. Mm-hmm. And then you use these creams, so you don't know if the creams are really great and they're working in terms of keeping the wrinkles at bay or if it's that you just already don't have them and you're not true. getting them because yeah, yeah. you weren't going to. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure... I have a bunch of kids around here. I'll find out real quick. Oh yeah, whether or not happens. them creams work. I want to start doing that. Kids age you fast. Oh yeah, very quickly. Yeah, because then I mean, you sleep. You don't sleep. That's one of the reasons why my. Oh well, my dark circles are already what they are. So well, I'm, I'm sure they can get worse, and I'm sure the, the puffy uh, could come on in. But I already, I've had dark circles under my eyes since I was young. Oh gosh, like twenty. So I'm gonna start doing that thing with that guy. Every day he takes a selfie of himself, and then it showed how he aged. He took a selfie for like ten years. He was taking a selfie. That's pretty dope. And then they, it was insane. And he was, he's only like our age, but jeez, <laughs> dude, he looked. I was like, oh my god. But do you ever see people that you went to like high school or even college with, uh-huh. and you feel like you look like yourself to you? Yes. Yeah, and then you see them, and they look so aged, and you mm-hmm. wonder, do they know? Like you know, like you're like. You're like, oh have you seen? Do you see like how how, how you've aged? <laughs> yeah, it's like you should age a little bit, but it's like I think when it's like, wow, you don't look good because some people they age, they look great, right? Like you look older, but then it's like, what but that means they look older. Through? 
Versus you've aged. You've aged. <laughs> you've yes. aged. Older, yes. Just very right. Oh, yeah. 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 I put. I posted a picture. I was probably in grad school at the time, so maybe like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. I posted a picture, and this guy we went to college with was like, you look younger than you did <laughs> when we were in college. And mm-hmm. I was like, ew. Yeah, <laughs> that it. is the goal. And I wasn't doing anything working towards it. I was definitely doing 80-hour work weeks in grad yeah. school and like... Definitely not sleeping enough. I think I don't think they talk about the fact that there are some women who look better as they age. I definitely, I, talk, I definitely yeah, look better. As I think I that get happens older. to a lot of women, <laughs> and then they look more attractive. I was looking at, I mean, she, I was looking at um, Angela Bassett, and I was like, I think Angela Bassett has looked better as she's aged. She looks amazing. Yeah, as when when she was younger, like watching. I've seen clips of the Tina Turner movie, y'all. Uh, even when she was or Malcolm she went, X or Malcolm X, and I was like, no, she My looks girl. better than she does then. And I think so, that happens to certain um, women as well as men because we talk about it with men a lot. Get, getting money, getting more money will help too. And that's true. Getting more money will <laughs> Don't give help. me no bag. Oh at my the, god! At my late thirties, y'all better not ever drop a big bag on this one. Oh my god! You gonna think she's stunting on them hoes? I'm getting all before? this skin. Child, like. Everybody thinks I'm joking. I'm like, I will find the science <laughs> to take off this face mm-hmm. and I will have someone come in literally while I'm asleep and beat <laughs> my face. Like, it will give beat your face a new meaning. I like or it. put my face on in the morning. Uh-huh. I will literally, it will be on a mold. Mm-hmm. And when I wake up, I'll be like, you all done, Sheila? <laughs> Great. And then I will literally put my face back on. Yeah. yeah. Like, let me, let me get a billion dollar bag. I will find the science. To make that happen. Yeah, you'll, you'll be like, oh, she looks 21 now. She's 21. Yeah, she's aging in reverse. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. I have like a, a 16-year-old daughter and you will legit be staring at us like, I don't know which is which. Uh, I wish. I do hope so much, like, if I ever have a daughter mm-hmm. that she looks exactly like me. It is like my biggest dream in the world. <laughs> I said it is. I'm like, <laughs> it's one of those things I can't let go. And I'm just like, I really should, though, because... It'll happen the complete opposite. Yeah, like she, I'll have a little girl, and she will look exactly like her father. Mm-hmm. And I will be sometimes. so upset. Yeah, usually <laughs> happens sometimes. Yeah, I just want her to look just like me. I just want a mini me Listen. all day. I'll put little head wraps on her. If I got on a head wrap, she got on a head wrap. Well, your family does have strong genes, so I would say that there's a a strong chance if you did have a baby, she would look more like you. I feel like the universal try to just jinx me in that way because mm-hmm. it's like I have nieces like that are little girls in my family that are not my kid that mm-hmm. look just like me and it'll be like really? Yeah. So I have my them. own kid and she don't look like me and then this one look just like me and that's mm-hmm. not my child. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the universe would just try to just Listen, come for me in that way. <laughs> we don't know. I guess pop out five and we'll see what oh, happens. Oh, okay. We'll, see see. well, that's not happening. <laughs> so if the odds have to be one out of five. Well, no, I guess I'm gonna let that dream go. One out of four. You know what? what? Let's 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 worry about your kids and how many how many little Stanleys will be running around. For <laughs> it's close for business. Close for business. Wow. Well, hold up. Let's go back to uh, what we touched on the Joe Biden because I guess we'll see how that plays out. Where the handsy Joe gets the nom. It's looking like he's going to. Oh, I think he definitely is. Well, because everyone that dropped out also put their support behind him, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really odd. Yeah, really odd. And then because it's, I feel Well, it's not odd. They did it because they feel like he's he's the only one. Yeah. Between the two of them left that he has a better chance of beating Trump. Yeah. I don't think either of them have a chance of beating Trump. Yeah, because there's a, there's very rarely has there been a president who has not gotten a second term who's run for one. That is something that's very rare. Yeah, we're trying only to change one, that. And I would like to it's only been that. Bush Sr. So, um, you know, and Trump, for a lot of people, is divided. Half the country really, really wants him. So who knows what will happen? Listen, who knows? November's going to be an interesting month. But um, also we have this lovely thing... You know, kind of like the flu that's happening to our country oh, right now. <laughs> kind of like the flu. That was an interesting description, if I've heard one. You know, the uh, the, the coronavirus. And they get, what's the official? I don't even know. The, I remember the COVID-19. Um, COVID, yeah. COVID, whatever the case. Yes. Coronavirus. coronavirus. Like, we all know it by its pedestrian name. Yes. Um, It's coming for you. I know Corona, like, 
the beer manufacturer oh my is so mad. Yes, yeah, because you heard that people are not drinking. Well, Corona. of course not. It's like, like you just don't want to drink something that sounds like a virus that might kill you. <laughs> Which, by the way, they said it's like two percent of the people who get oh, yeah. it will die. Will die, and it mainly is going to affect elderly and people who Why, have people respiratory are, illnesses. Yep, people who have who already have compromised immune systems. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's like. They said it like it's a small number, like only 2%. And it's like, well, it's a pandemic. So 2% of the fucking world is still going to be a lot of people. Yes. It's already killed like 3,000 people mm-hmm. in China. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a small number. Not at all. Not I at just all. think it's interesting that so few cases have been found in New York so far. And well, they're saying... like two? N- well, there's like 33 cases, but it's New York State. Oh, okay, So okay. we're not... Like eight people in Westchester, and that was like a family. Yeah. A guy got in, he gave it to his whole family. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and that mad, was like eight of the 33. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, they don't even live in the city. Mm-mm. You would think if there was any place for it to spread like a wildfire, it would, would be, be New York City. Dish. It is a Petri dish. Yes. Between the subway oh, and how we just live so closely so close, to yeah. one another. You would think everyone in New York had it by now. Mm-hmm. Like, New York should look like Italy. Like, uh, everything should be shut down. Yeah. You know, oddly enough, where it has been found in New York, yeshiva. I said, damn, uh, the damn yeshivas. But you know, we all know part, part of that is the fact that Orthodox Jews um, typically do not get their kids vaccinated. Vaccinated, yeah. Vaccinated. 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 Vaccinated is not a word. Uh, Vaccinated. Uh So that's also why they're going to be more susceptible. Yeah. It's crazy. And and, and I think the part of the this whole hysteria, because it was getting to the point of hysteria, and it still has in certain parts of the country, was that it seemed like we were getting so much information and misinformation. Well, there's a lot of us. bad information. Yeah, and people are just like, well, it, it's going to kill you. And then, you know, the president's like, no, it's not. And then you're like... And, and then, then the, the president was also making jokes of like, oh, I haven't touched my face in... in oh. A whole two weeks. Oh, my God. And it was like, bro, you out here joking about yes. this while people are dead? That's people not are cute. Ju- yeah, and it's just... And, 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 but, you know, our president's an idiot, so... And and even, you know, after, you know, I spoke to um, someone in California, and, you know, they declared a state of emergency, and then my friends, like, I just went, came in the grocery store, and I got, like, $200 worth of groceries, I'm mean, worth of, like, non-perishable goods, and then in other well, offices, they're having people just go home. Big companies are Yeah, I heard Snapchat now. had closed down their yeah. office. It didn't coach. In Hudson Yard to close their offices. Oh, I didn't know that. I heard a couple of businesses here in the city yeah. were like a lot of the home. finance too. People they're just saying work from home. And even um, in LA, the one girl was telling me that they sent their office manager went to go out to get like toilet paper and like uh, what is it? You know, um, hand sanitizer. And of course, they and it was get like one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for a three no. ounce bottle of hand sanitizer. She said you can't even find it. They like all the like sandy wipes. Everything is like off the shelves. You know, what's so crazy. You know the brand everyone. Yeah, you yeah, I have them. Yeah, they sent me a bunch of hand sanitizer, and <laughs> I took I like it. it was like two cases of it. It was like maybe like six in each case, or twelve mm-hmm. in each case, something. And I just, you know, sometimes when you get when I get that much product or something, I'll share it with people, and I'm like, "Hey, you guys want hand sanitizer?" And people are like, "Yeah." And then it was literally like a couple days later, this Corona thing got out of control. Everybody's like, "Thank God you oh gave us all this hand yes, sanitizer." Yes. <laughs> So, like, everybody's got hand sanitizer on their desk now. It. Yeah. So, every time somebody does anything, they're just, like, like spraying it. Yes, it's insane. <laughs> and, and and even, you know, because also this is having an effect of uh, racism is popping up again against a lot of Asian people. Oh, which, well, you knew, did you, you, oh, God, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And You it, knew it was going to happen, but it's just so sad. It's that so it's sad. Like, and, and we knew it. And we knew it. Because then, that's how ridiculous people yeah, are. Yeah, that's how crazy people are. And it just, and, and and I don't know why I feel this way. And it bothers me. I was telling Joshua, it bothers me, I think, when minorities and black people, when we are like that, because it's just like, we should know better. And this is a little bit different, I think, because it's, it's a different type of fear. And I think, but it's just try to be better when you go through certain shit that is very similar, you know, and in the sense of you know that you wouldn't want to be um what is it ostracized or or um are made to, to, to scapegoated in any way and then it is just you know it doesn't help that the media is sort of making it all crazy and, are you and, talking and, about the video of the guy spraying the the asian guy with the febreze no i did not see this oh, one yeah. i've heard video. about the beating uh, there's a video of a black guy a hood dude that's by the way spraying 
some Asian guy with Febreze. Febreze? Febreze, yes. Which, what were you doing? What was Febreze going to do? <laughs> like, it's not Lysol. It's not sanitizer. It's Febreze. We're like, so are you freshening his garments? Are you trying to give the coronavirus a great smell? Mm-hmm. Like, you're an idiot. Yeah. And it's, ugh, it just makes you angry that yeah. you're like, I'm, I'm going to need you to do better. People have been going to be, and I think it's worse in the UK than it is here. The treatment of the Asian people. People have been getting like physically attacked. Oh, the UK is there. wild with yeah. that. Yeah, it's insane. And and yeah, it, when it's the just... UK decide they're gonna discriminate against somebody, they go full on mm-hmm. Germany style. Like, oh, wow, I mean, wow. It's a, <laughs> drag me for that reference if you want, but they're wild with it. Mm-hmm. It really is horrible. So people need to just educate yourself and stop and, and be better and know and try to understand more where this is coming from and don't go crazy. And and, and, and to think, too, that just a random Asian person who prob- has never been to China, born on American soil, mm-hmm. and probably may not even be Chinese, um, is carrying this disease and just spreading it to people. That is what's crazy to me. Well, it's wild because it's like, it's, it's pretty much everywhere right mm-hmm. now, right? Italy is like completely under the oh, coronavirus. Yeah. The same for Iran. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who, who don't got the coronavirus. Africa. Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Why are black people so proud about this? They like, are. We are so proud about the fact that I think there's been like one case yeah. in the entire continent. Mm-hmm. In <laughs> India. I don't think India has it either. But like Africa... It's like, you know, doesn't often get a win when we start talking about global crises. Mm -hmm. Africa's over there like... (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) Like, you know what? You got to have the diamonds and the oil you stole from us. Y'all are all going to die anyway and then we'll come and get them back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was there with (laughs) me. Did you see the meme of the coronavirus with the, the Tims and the Yankee hat no, on. And it was like, the virus hitting different in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and he got the Tims on. <laughs> I have not seen that. And the no. Yankee fitted. Yeah, folks are not to act. No. Listen, you got to make light of certain things. Make it funny so people can laugh. That's what sometimes we need that. <laughs> laugh through the coughing. Yes, laugh through the coughing. Because you know we'd be on the train and someone coughs and you'd be looking at them like, God Listen, damn. I was getting on the bus. And this dude was coughing, and the very next day I wasn't feeling so hot, and I was mm-hmm. like, "That man gave me the coronavirus." Yeah, you like got it. <laughs> I was I like, got it. "I definitely have the coronavirus." Yeah, and I got it from that guy on the bus. Although every report has said you are like, likely not going to get it from anyone just passing on the train. Yeah. Like, and it takes like what seven? It could be seven to fourteen days for you to show symptoms. But I was <laughs> mad. There was this man coughing on the train, and he was not covering his mouth, and uh-uh. I was like, "Dude." We don't. I, it, it didn't sound like a flimsy, but he coughed like six times, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" If, if, if people be covering your mouth, <laughs> coughing to your elbow, whatever. I Come remember on. this lady was looking at me crazy. This was just a random winter. Mm-hmm. I was coughing, and I. Come on now. I grew up in a black home. Mm-hmm. You don't cough into the air, mm-hmm. so I'm covering it up my cough. And so she's trying to pull her scarf over her face, and she starts <laughs> acting weird. And I had to let her know, girl. If I'm oh, sick, girl. your germs are more likely going to harm me. Mm-hmm. You are okay. Yeah. Like, relax. Yeah, relax. I didn't cough on you. I'm not mm-hmm. even standing next to you. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of her. I think I sent it to you. And I was like, this is the face of the donkey that thinks that I'm going to make her sick because oh, I was maybe. coughing. Yeah. But I wasn't even sick. <laughs> I was just coughing. Yeah. It happens sometimes that you cough and you're not sick. Exactly. Something's in your throat. Something's in the air. It happens. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah, ma'am. people are so silly. But before we go, we got to talk about this little queen. Oh, on yes. this video that had everybody in tears. Yeah. Talking girl. about she's ugly. You know what it was too? It's like she the so the hairstylist um was recording mm-hmm. and she was doing like a Facebook live of her doing a little girl's hair. And the way that the little girl looks in the camera but she says it so nonchalantly, mm-hmm. right? I'm so ugly. Yeah. And the and the woman went, "What did you say?" you mm-hmm. know like and she like was that. like and the little girl went, what? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what do you mean? like, like, yeah. what was wrong with my statement? She said it so nonchalantly, like it's being 
drilled into her. And the stylist, she's a stylist in Atlanta. Her name, her, her Instagram is Lil Wave Daddy. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying that the little girl comes from a wonderful home. Her parents are great. She's like, but you know, you go outside in the world and you yeah. can't protect your kids from getting that outside. And yeah, that happens a lot. But it was just so sad because when she was like, don't ever say that. You're beautiful. And the little girl started crying. But you could tell it wasn't like a cry of like, oh, she was being yelled at. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that little girl was carrying pain. Yeah, she was hurt. and She was a... carrying that pain. Yeah, and I then agree. she finally, like, someone addressed the pain and she couldn't hold it in. And that's that, I think, is what made me tear up when I was reading, when mm-hmm. I saw it. Because the fact that that was such an adult reaction. That was, yes. that it seemed to be a reaction of someone who had lived on this earth for so long. And it was like a breakthrough. And mm-hmm. it was like, how are you this young and you have been carrying... And that around and someone had said you're beautiful and she just broke down I was like I've never seen anything like this yeah. before yeah that it was, was really, really sad. sad yeah it was really really sad that this little girl believed this that you think how can you comprehend what's really that you're that that you're ugly to, to it, it was weird to me to think uh, yeah and it's it, uh, yeah it, it's just proves that it's necessary that we have to tell our black children that they are beautiful and, 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 and they are loved. And, and, and I think I love that she called out specific things about the little girl. Look at your teeth. Look at your dimples. Mm-hmm. Who has two, you know, how many people have two dimples? Look at your hair. That was, that was wonderful. Your skin, you have to do that because right. you grow up in this world and you, the people on TV don't look like you. It's representation. And, and sometimes even the people that you're around are not supportive of how you look. And you need that. And it, it, it gives you self-confidence. It gives you the, the strength, I think, to, to go for your dreams and to, to try things and just to, and not also not to be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's a big one, you mm-hmm. know, when you're always getting beaten down and broken down and then finally someone comes and they say, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if that person has the wrong intentions, then you can easily be susceptible to whatever they've got planned. Yes. Um, yes. And then that just creates more damage. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. And it's also, you know, we get it in our community mm-hmm. because colorism is a very real thing. Yeah. Racism is a very real thing. Yeah. And colorism is a remnant of that. It's a fruit of that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, unfortunately, with it, even if at home you're being told you're beautiful, you're this, mm-hmm. you go out in the world and then you're at school and then some kid is like, well, your hair is nappy. You can't mm-hmm. play with us. You know, and it's other black people. Yeah. Because it's like, it hit different when it's people of other races. And they do it, for yes, sure. Definitely. But you really internalize it. You really feel like it's true when it comes from other black people. Yeah. You know, when it comes from somebody that looks like you, telling you that you're not worthy or you are not enough. And it sucks. But it's also, that's damage that's also been it like uh, bestowed on them yeah. like you know so it's just it's trauma mm-hmm. and then we just pass it down because mm-hmm. we're not we're not um addressing it mm-hmm. like we're not going to therapy as like older black women and dealing with and unpacking the issues that exactly. we have with the way that we look because mm-hmm. there were a lot of people being like i've been there or you know i relate that was me as a little girl and it's like what work have you done on yourself since then though to make sure that you are teaching your daughters otherwise mm-hmm. to make sure you're teaching the little girls around you otherwise. Yeah. So when you see a little girl, so you re- be respond like this woman did mm-hmm. and say, ah, uh, 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 we're not doing that. Yeah. You are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, we joke about Viola Davis and the help. <laughs> Everybody does the, you yes. kind, you, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a joke, but it's just, you know, what she was doing was important, right? Because she saw this little girl's not going to get this at home. Mm-hmm. Her mother's a hot mess. Her family structure is, is just non-existent. Yeah. She has no fa- real foundation mm-hmm. for which to build up who she is. She's going to go out in the world and she's going to be lost. Yeah. So at the least, let me try to do these affirmations with her so she realizes that all the things that happened to her are not her fault or that... In spite of all the things that will happen to her, mm-hmm. these things are true. Yeah. That she has the potential to do what she wants because she has this in her. And it's like, I, I might have took that to a whole nother level than anybody's <laughs> ever thought of it. But you know what I mean? It's like, we joke about it, but it's true. It's very true. And it's like, you have to do those affirmations with your little black girls because... Am I going to say this every goddamn episode? Black women get the shit kicked out of them every day. 
For yeah, and it's also just that, and because women, women are definitely, and it's unfortunate. I don't know how we can change that, but women are their value still <coughs> comes from their looks, and it's just like they see other women mm-hmm. who out there, and, and 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 it's still like. I think, you know, we come so far in that we say, oh, a woman can be a doctor, a woman can be, you know, a lawyer, a woman can be a mathematician, a woman can be this. But then there's also this interesting sort of dynamic to it where she can be all those things, but she's still sexy. Right, where we still, even when she accomplishes all these other things, we still bring her value down to how she looks. How she is to men. Right. And and, and it's still... And And whether or not she can get a husband or have a baby. Yeah, then she has to have it all. She has to still look a certain way. She can't be a successful, you know, woman, a mathematician or whatever, but look... You know, maybe she's not as feminine. You know, maybe she doesn't wear, have the long hair. Maybe she, maybe she shaved off all her hair. You know what I'm saying? She's like, she, I wear baggy clothes. She's, it still doesn't mean that she's feminine and she's not attractive and that she's not desirable. But we, we always have to couch it in that, I think, mm-hmm. sometimes. And, and that um, hasn't changed. Well, fortunately, the video went viral yes. to the point where, Everybody was just like, baby girl, you's a gem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like everybody's like, you're beautiful. Um, so then also the stylist was saying that she taught her um, just to an affirmation. It's like, I'm black and I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, now nah, she won't stop saying it. So it's sweet. And she is hopefully on the path to understanding mm-hmm. that whoever was telling her that could go ahead could put that back there I was about to say something a lot more derogatory but then I was like (laughs) not fitting for what we're talking about let me not (laughs) let me not tarnish this good message by saying something Mm. (laughs) extremely vulgar Um, on that note yes we're going to wrap this up. Yes. And if you want to rate and subscribe. Wait, um, you, you skipped the whole part. What? If you like this episode of Black Hipster. If you like this Hipster. episode of Black Hipster, <laughs> please rate and subscribe. Um, follow us um, wherever you listen to your podcast at Spotify, um, Podbean, whatever. Um, you want to send us an email, blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you want to slide into our DMs, as we always say, um, please do so. Um, you can follow my dearest. <laughs> at the Shawa Evans. And you can follow me at Standrick W. And I think that's That's it. a wrap. Yeah. Bye. Bye.